Somebody get the rebound. Here's the three put up and a block by Georgie B. Blocks the shot of Harper. What a block by Bishanishvili. He's doing it all today. The Superman from Georgia. 35 and he blocks the shot. 99-94. Crowd on his feet. Chanting Georgie B. Here's the inbound. Harper for a three. Missed it. Rebound. Dosumu. That's going to be the ball game. Illinois will survive. 99-94 over Rutgers. Three in a row for Illinois. Perfect on their homestand. And it's a Georgie Bajanishvili game. It's the Georgie B game. One for the record books for the freshman leaping over Dion Thomas for the most points scored by a freshman in an Illini uniform with 35. Serping Thomas is a post at 34 that had held since 1990, but more importantly, Illinois gets the victory. They survive against Rutgers, and folks, let me tell you, this is not the Rutgers team of past. It's not a bad basketball team. They're not great, but they're they're a solid team this year, and Illinois held their own on home floor, and Illinois takes over ninth place in the Big Ten as well. Welcome in, everybody. Scott Beatty here with you. Michael Kaiser uh, will be making his way here to the uh, studio, had some duties, actually filled in helping with the Rutgers broadcast, uh, engineering their broadcast today. So if he can make it over here uh, through the crowd and all that before all is said and done, he will join us as well. Uh, But Evan Kahn, our producer engineer, will join me right now for our rapid recap. Brought to you by Cozad Asset Management and Stocks Office Furniture before we launch into the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Evan, it's not it's not the old days when you said, well, okay, you beat Rutgers. That was a s- ups and downs for Illinois in that, but Illinois has a star in Georgie Bajanishvili. Yeah, the Georgie B show. I, we watched that first half. I don't have the stats pulled up, but he had a really good first half. So did Io, so did Trent. And then they talked about it in the post game. Io picked up uh, some early fouls in the second half, and so did Trent. And and so they just kept feeding the beasts down low, and and he kept converting. So so yeah, the Georgie B show, the the Georgie B game. That's what this will probably go down as. But we're we're finally seeing this young team learn how to win. It, the cliche that's been said year like all year long. And then they they face Michigan State. Michigan State comes back after that big lead. Illinois locks it down. Then today, Rutgers jumps out to that four-point lead within, what, 30, 45 seconds of the overtime. And then Illinois able to settle down. They, they take the lead again. So so this young team, the young guys, big game from Io and Trent again. But but Georgie getting it done, 35 points. He was, he was listing off the, the guys that have scored in, in that range total. Brandon Paul, uh, NBA-type player, Malcolm Hill, who just lit up the, the scoreboard every time he played. So for Georgie to to set that freshman record today, uh, it, big deal. And, of course, his brother, David, uh, here all week on our 3-0 and with him in the seats. So 
somebody uh, stop him at the airport and don't let him out because <laughs> the line I have a new good luck charm. That's our rapid reaction. We want to hear from you. Illinois wins this one over Rutgers, 99-94. Uh, certainly some defensive issues for the Illini today, but Rutgers is a scrappy ball club as well. And it goes to overtime because, you know, that's what happens when you play Rutgers. Back with you in a moment. We'll get it going. Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Join us, 356-9397 is the PNC Bank phone line. Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 351-5357. The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Station. Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400, WDWS, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS. Now, it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Fasteners Etc. is your partner in inventory management. Call us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. postgame show with your host, Scott Beatty. Throws it in the right corner to Io. Thinking about a three. Will shoot a three. Miss it. Rebound Bishanishvili. Up and in. Bishanishvili on the follow. Rutgers has led a couple of times today by as many as five. Here's Georgie B. Top of the key. Drives to the basket. Baby hook for the left hand. Is good. He's been doing that a little more lately, too. He's added it to his game. 35 for Georgie B. Illinois wins 99-94. A new freshman record. For an Illini player, and uh, impressively, Bajanishvili went to the locker room with just six points, finishes with 35. Obviously, somebody's got to get him the ball. Brad Underwood mentioned how well that happened, and credit that as well. Uh, the Illini do have 16 assists on the day, including six from Io Desumu, but Georgie Bajanishvili shines as the Illini sweep their homestand, beating Nebraska, the upset over Michigan State, and then the victory today over Rutgers. And, you know, we looked at it. I remember talking about it here on this Fasteners, et cetera, postgame show after uh, the last road game that you go, yeah, it would be great if you could take two of three. And obviously you looked at Nebraska was winnable and Rutgers was winnable. And, hey, give a fight to Michigan State. Well, it was a fight in all three, but the Illini upset Michigan State. And then most impressively, too, this was a tough game and would have liked to seen better at times from the Illini in terms of some defense. But at the same time, you're playing a, a wounded Rutgers team and they've got a fight and you are trying to bounce back from a real emotional high. I think there was a lot of things that was impressive about this ball game. Uh, most importantly, the W. Well, welcome in, everybody. Scott Beatty here with you. Our producer today is Evan Kahn. And we go to the phones Three five six nine three nine seven is the PNC Bank fan line, and first up, it's Alan and Montrose. Hey, Alan. Hey guys, <clears throat> I was at the game. First game I went to this year. Finally decided to go. That was one heck of a game. Oh, it was entertaining. All that's for years, sure. Uh, yeah, all the games I've went to is probably in the uh, top twenty or so. Rutgers is a very good team. This team is so similar to Illinois because they got four freshmen and a sophomore. 
they're moving up just like Illinois is. There's going to be other teams come back down, but that is, I would not want to play them in the Big Ten tournament. Now, two things. Our defense was really lucky, and I could see it sitting down right behind the orange grass. I could see what they were doing. They were just breaking us down constantly, and if they couldn't get there, they'd kick it back out, and we just didn't have it like we did against Michigan State as far as defense goes. Secondly, part of the reason why they did so good, I thought the fitting was terrible. Record guards pushed off constantly to get open. I mean, it was so obvious, couldn't believe it. They got open with a left hand push off, get their shots. That's the reason why we got foul trouble and why they scored so easily. I mean, I'm a basketball official in high school, and I would never allow that. It was too obvious. Yeah, I mean, neither neither side was particularly happy with the officiating, which I guess is the only, uh, you know, mitigating factor you can look at it. Um, you know, I wasn't thrilled with it either, but I don't know. I'm not an official, so I, you know, I'll, you know, I think that's. I appreciate your perspective there. Uh, well, I usually don't get on them very much, but. You're doing college like that, and you can't see a push-off right in front of you? I mean, there's something wrong there. I mean, how are you supposed to be a defender and defend that if you get knocked back and they take a step back and they're wide open? Yeah. Hey, thanks for calling, Alan. Yep. 356-9397 is the PNC Bank fan line. I can tell you this. When we are taking calls about officiating, that's a good day for Illinois. That, that means good things are happening for Illinois. If that's the uh, the chief complaint, Ken is with us in Oklahoma. Hey, Ken, you're on. Well, thank you very much for taking my call. Uh, is is it too early to consider Georgie B as a freshman of the year in the Big Ten? I don't think that would go to him, but I, you know what, he's making a case. I don't think he's out out of the conversation. Uh, but you know, Romeo Langford, uh, Brasdakis up in in Michigan. Uh, maybe even Io would be conversation for freshman of the year, but I, I absolutely he's a slam dunk for uh, all freshman team. I think Io should be on there too. So how about that? If you put two freshmen on the all freshman team after putting Trent Frazier on it last year, uh, did the coaches and the writers and and the announcers do the voting for freshman of the year? Uh, I know there is a media vote, and I don't know if there's a separate coaches vote. Uh, I know for Big Ten football, that's how that works. There's uh, coaches and media polls. I'll, I'll try and get a, I'll try and get that figured out, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's a media vote. Okay, but I'm I'm listening on I'm listening on your other I mean on your program on your WDWS, uh, and I think that uh, Brad's doing a wonderful job. I, I I just think he's he's doing a great job. So uh, thanks a lot for taking my call. Sure. Appreciate it. As always, 356-9397. If you want to also join in, we got a lot of texts to get to as well. Remember, this Illini team started in Big Ten play 0-5 before they beat Minnesota. They are now 5-8. and So that means 5-3 and since the 0-5 start. And the uh, most notable wins uh, over Maryland and Michigan State coming up. Road swing to Ohio State and to Madison. I don't think anybody wants to play Wisconsin right now, but you have three remaining Big Ten home games in Penn State, Northwestern, and Indiana. And with how everybody in those three are playing, the Illini could finish out the home slate uh, without blemish. 
and uh, the Illini three and zero here to start February as well. All right, uh, let's get to a few of the texts here as you guys weigh in with us. Really appreciate it. And Brenton Belleville says, I'd say Georgie's display today was a great example of a guy who was feeling it. That game was a war of two young and spirited teams, high entertainment. Another 217 texture says, a winning streak. Hope it continues. Only who, who knows why Rutgers did not double Georgie, but hats off to him for taking advantage. And an 859 texture. This is Stephen, Kentucky. says, I believe we have seen the new face of Illini basketball, Georgie Bishanishvili. He'll likely be a four-year player for us. I haven't seen a freshman big man with as good of footwork as he does in Illinois history. Can you remember a freshman big man with footwork like he has? Maybe James Augustine. I believe with the addition of Cockburn in January next season, it'll elevate Georgie's game as it takes defensive pressure off him, work on his outside shot in the offseason, and he'll have a special career at Illinois. Of course, the way he is posting up right now, the outside shot seems unnecessary, but that's certainly something he has not really utilized much this freshman season so far. Off and running here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show, recapping a 99-94 win for Illinois over Rutgers, their third straight win in Big Ten play. More of your calls and texts. We'll get to our keys to the game. More highlights. Our peak in insurance beyond the expected play coming up. We'll also check the scoreboard. Lots to do. Stay with us. You're listening to the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Join the conversation by calling us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Right corner to Io DeSumo, down low to Georgie, there he is. Up and in. And, and a foul. Down the basket, Georgie B. Rebound, Georgie B. Outlet to Sumu. Dosumu shoots a quick three and got it. From the right wing, Ayo Dosumu's like, no, 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 yes. Now to Jordan, bounce pass Georgie B. Holds it high with one hand, looking for a cutter. Now drives on Dorson, lay it good. Georgie Mishanishvili held it high, drove right, went around Dorson and laid it up and in. Lob out top, caught by Frazier for three, good. Trent Frazier with his third three. He has nine. Boy, those are backbreakers for a defense. He would go on to uh, have 35. Illinois wins this one over the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, 99-94. How you doing, everybody? Scott Beatty alongside uh, Evan Connor, producer, engineer. Michael Kaiser scheduled to join us. We'll see if he can get here before all is said and done with the uh, traffic out of the State Farm Center. Glad you're along with us, as always. Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Back to the phone lines, and we go out to Muhammad, where we find Carolyn. Hey, Carolyn. Hey, how are you? Good. You know, I'm just wondering if somebody can keep uh, Georgie's brother here in the States and take him to Ohio State with us. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's <laughs> confiscate the passport. Uh, notify TSA. Right. Don't let him out on the plane. Right, yeah. whatever we need to do. That's been great for those two boys. It really has. It's been a neat moment. And, uh, you know, it's not like other players don't have family that's really important sitting in, in, uh, in the stands. But, he, you know, he's coming from halfway around the world. And some of the circumstances uh, Georgie's come out of, it's pretty remarkable. And uh, 8, 16, and then 35 points for Georgie in front of his brother. Pretty neat. Yeah, that's, yeah and those free throws. How about that? Yeah. Uh, Evan noted uh, 5 of 5 in the second half. 
and, and or uh, overtime and missed only one shot after halftime. Right. And, yeah. I'm really happy for him. Indeed. All right. Thanks much, Carolyn. Appreciate it. Thanks. And join us if you want. PNC Bank phone line is 3569397. PNC Bank, the official bank of the University of Illinois. Benny says, congrats to the Illini in winning three conference games at home. And when was the last time Illini won three Big Ten games at home? I'd have to look that up. But they did win uh, four in a row uh, a couple of years ago uh, in John Gross's final season. And I don't know if that encompassed three at home or not. I'd have to look that up. Brian in Idaho says, when I heard them say Coach Peichel's mom passed away, condolences to him. I already knew Rutgers was going to battle. Great win. Great game by Georgie. Uh, somebody needs to upgrade the Lambo from a Huffy to a Trek or a Cannondale. That's a, a reference to Georgie B's uh, bicycle, which he affectionately calls Lambo, short for Lamborghini. He, he bought it at a Walmart, he said. Our defense in the middle of the floor was not good, but we made offensive plays to offset it. I agree with Alan. The refs weren't good. Beat Ohio State. And a 217 texter asks, why wasn't there a technical foul called when Rutgers is number five through a tantrum? And number five is uh, Eugene Omoyuri uh, and slammed off the goalpost padding. I, late in the game, critical moment. You're not directing your anger at anybody, but just a thing that I, I'd let it slide to. I would. Back to the phones. Dennis is with us in Fairbury. Hey, Dennis. Hey, how's it going? Doing well. I like the one call in that talked about the footwork with uh, possibly Augustine being, you know, as good as Georgie. I loved Augustine, but I mean, I think that Georgie right now for this freshman year compared, I mean, unbelievable. I mean, I think in his four years, he's going to be, um, you know, one of the best we've ever had. What's your opinion on that? Oh, I 100% agree. Will he have the post-Illinois career that somebody like a Myers Leonard will have is having? I don't know about that. But I think Georgie has the potential to finish as one of the best big men ever, however you want to categorize him as a forward or a center, but one of the best ever to play at Illinois. He's just really special. And I think he's, he just endears himself. His personality is so infectious. Um. You just you can't help but like him and root for him, and I think he's just he, he. I just hope he stays. And he is a grounded guy. I mean, he's a really he's really a grounded guy. I just hope he stays that way because I don't think he's ever experienced anything like this and the kind of attention he's getting. So I hope it all uh, stays even keel for him that way. Appreciate the phone call, our man Simeon now out in Virginia. Hey Simeon. Hey guys, how you doing? Always doing well. All right. I am very proud of this team. Uh, this was a, a a team where, I mean, a game where both teams were throwing punches. And uh, it was a, uh, um, we were able to outlast them and win the game. I'm so proud of Georgie um, and what he did. But uh, um, De La Rosa and uh, Jordan, all of them, well, everybody really that uh, played, uh did some good contributions. And the other thing I'm really proud of is uh, they went stretches without uh, Trent and Io, and we uh, still stayed competitive and was able to pull out this game. So I'm very proud of the team. And uh, this is just a comment. I hope you guys don't laugh at me. Uh, I meant to say last uh, from the last win, 
that I uh, would have, uh, I was glad to see that Samba got a chance to play and you guys came in later and said you didn't hear that. But I'm always interested in seeing Samba play. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> Samba didn't play right. today. By the way, uh, Rutgers, no, didn't. Uh, Rutgers also had a, a big man uh, w- uh, from Senegal, but uh, I don't think he saw any floor time either. Hey, Simeon, always good to hear from you. All right, I hope you guys get a lot of positive comments today. They have been so far, and it's that's usually how it feels after a win. And we go back to the phones. This is Holden in Champaign. Hi, Holden. Hi, um, Scott. Hi. So the thing I wanted to talk about was, I mean, Illinois had a great win, and everything was pretty good. But the one thing that I've been having a question about is Io DeSumo, the freshman. Yeah. Because some games he'll have, like, 25 points and just go off, but then other games he'll just be like, okay. And I think it's a little... Like, I mean, it just confuses me. Well, and that's what freshmen do, though. They they are inconsistent at times, and I think Io's been playing really well here yeah. in uh, basically most of 2019. Um, but, you know, today he scores 12, but he has six assists as well, so that means he's he's given the ball yeah. off really well, and you've got another teammate that was getting touches in the post and doing really well, so... Uh, to me, I wouldn't be concerned about Io. I mean, Io's future is great. He part of growing as a basketball player is learning to be consistent, and I think the ups and downs. Well, I should say I think the downs are getting higher. So even when he's getting not having as good of a game, it's not as bad as it was before, and he seems to be rising to the occasion with every big moment. So I wouldn't worry about him. Appreciate you calling in, Holden. Thank you. All right, thank you. Three five six. 9397-402 Texture says, basketball is fun again. Can Georgie coach football? Um, Bill says, this might be the text of the night. About six or seven games ago, I heard a dumb Illini fan say they won't win another game. It was me. Wearing the orange again. That's Bill texting in. Love that you own it, Bill. And, boy, that just I think that reflects just the passion that's around Illinois basketball and how much hope is around it too when you start to see Illini make progress. There's, <laughs> I mean, let's face it, we're, we're thinking about if the Illini go on a miracle run, could they make the NIT? I mean, that's where we're at right now. But that is so much progress and that is sparking so much hope for what the future could be. Uh, I'm not, uh, that's not a diss. I'm just saying that's where the status is right now, but from where it's been to where it's going, there's a lot of reasons to be excited and wear the orange again. Uh, And Jason and Moline says, this team would not have won this game earlier in the season. I agree. This team is making good strides for this year and for the next ones to come. What a great game by Georgie. This team will have defensive issues with their height, and big teams give them problems. I want Brad to play a little more zone off and on. Hopefully Io goes to a pull-up jump shot when driving sometimes. He gets blocked a lot, still needs some production offensively from DeMonte Williams. I tweeted this about DeMonte. I just don't understand why his shots don't go sometimes. He looks so smooth. Everything looks so good, and the shots just don't go. Uh, and you just you want to see those things start to fall from him because he does most everything else on the floor so well. Let's get you our peak in insurance beyond the expected play of the game. And, uh, yeah, guess who is going to be center 
for this beyond the expected. We've already known that Georgie is good, but did you expect this from him? To the right corner, backs away, out top Jordan, lobbed to Georgie B with a catch, and the finish. Georgie B inside. He's closing in on a career high here this freshman year. Lob, Georgie B, guarded by Omaruyi, looking to drive him inside the lane, right-handed hook, and he scores again. The unstoppable Georgie Bishanishvili, who stands at midcourt, glares at the crush, and they rise to their feet. (laughs) (laughs) And Georgie Bishanishvili later would uh, net 35 points to set a new freshman record for an Illini surpassing Deion Thomas, who is on the call. Pekin Insurance, beyond the expected play for beyond the expected coverage. Visit a local Pekin Insurance independent agent or contact them at PekinInsurance.com. Got a couple of calls waiting. We'll get to you and more texts. Stay with us. It's the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Call us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217 217- 356-9397 or send a text to the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357 Tied at 82 2 minutes left to Sumu back in the corner to Jordan for the lead for 3 yes, and he buried it great pass Jordan with a 3 oh he was wide open on the left side 85-82 that was a Brad Underwood special right there little wrinkle down on the lane. Here's Jordan. Steals the ball. Jump ball. Possession, Illinois. <laughs> How about Aaron Jordan, the senior? Second one. Short. Rebound, Rutgers. They can tie it or they can win it. No timeouts for either team. Rutgers with the ball. Harper, 15 seconds. Harper with a drive. Down the lane. Bank shot. Good. Harper ties it at 86. The Illini have to go. Some of the action as it went to overtime in this one. Aaron Jordan hit a huge three, but the Illini could not hold the lead. And so we went to extra time, and five minutes later, Illinois wins by five, 99-94. Welcome back, everybody. Fasteners, etc. postgame show. Glad to be with you as the Illini are celebrating three wins in a row. And phone line, we have one open, but right now on the line, it's John over in Forsyth. Hi, John. I'm sorry, I've got Allen in Urbana. John, we'll get to you. Go ahead, Allen. Yeah, I just want to say I think uh, Felice's contribution in the last two or three games has been really big, too, especially his uh, free throws at the end of the game. But the other question I had, uh, what happened with the scuffle at the end of the game there? It looked like uh, they had to separate DeMonte and somebody from Rutgers. I missed the whole thing. I just saw the end of it. Do you know what happened, what transpired? I I don't, other than... uh, I was one of those things where I'm looking down and then you look up and you see that the the refs and the coaches are separating everybody. So I didn't see who was instigating. It looked like there was some jawing. Um, so, yeah, I, I got no further information on that, unfortunately. Okay, very good. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it, though. And to Alan's point about uh, Andres Felice, yes, he has been invaluable. I'd say, go back to the Michigan State game, I almost thought he was player of the game against Michigan State, except for what Io did. Uh, this game, Tre- uh, uh, Andres rather uh, struggled, especially in the first half, um, and he, he he committed some turnovers. He wasn't playing as well, but he showed his toughness towards the end and figured things out and hit those free throws that were huge. 
So yeah, I I think you Andres Felice is a little bit unsung through all of this, and he's he's basically the sixth man now. All right, now John in Forsyth. Sorry about that, John. You're on. That's yeah, that's all right. I, I think Underwood's doing a better job of coaching, and the whole group of coaches are. I think they realize the spacing. It made some adjustments. I thought our I thought we took a lot of bad shots in the first half, and kids will do that. They'll think they'll think they can can take the shot, but, and and they realize that it turns out to be a bad shot. But the guy stole what I was going to t- say. Andre Feliz, when he came in the game today, in the second half, the defense started to have a few few uh, stops, and he has been. If you look at the last three games, he's been the he's been some of the the reason that they win win these games. His defense is excellent. But what I notice is he gets in there. He's done a lot of. He, he's he's not afraid to get in there and get a rebound mm-hmm. or to make someone else have a tough rebound because he's putting a body on somebody. And, you know, you can't forget, he's a junior. He's a junior out there. He's not a freshman. He's played some games. Oh, yeah, he has a lot of experience. He just, he just didn't have the experience yeah. against Division One Big Ten right. players. Yeah, I would agree with you there. I, You know, it takes time to adjust. And I think AO's adjusted. I think some of these kids have adjusted to this level, the speed, the strength of the teams. But getting back to what Alan said, uh, you know, I think the refereeing was bad. It was bad a little bit both ways, but more, you know, I'm not going to tell you I'm biased, but I do think Rutgers got, had more of an advantage just because of the way they play, just because of the way their guards penetrate. They were able to get, get to the basket and uh, get clearance to get their shot. So yeah. it was a nice win. It was. I mean, it wasn't pretty, but it was. It was a solid win. Nothing to. Uh, this year, you you can't look at this and go, oh well, it's just Rutgers because that's uh, for where Illinois is and where Rutgers is going to. That's a very good win. Thanks, John. Really appreciate yep. it. Yep. All right, one more. Our man in Peoria, it's Steve. Steve, it's uh, boy, you're gonna have to get another pitcher of Kool Aid, aren't you? <laughs> Scott, thanks for having me on. I, I'm gonna I'm lighten up on the Kool Aid today. Tonight, you know, uh, my, my wife's gone for the weekend, so I, in case I pass out, there won't be anybody here to revive me. Oh. So I'm, I'm going to stick to water tonight. Uh, hey, what can we, what, what can I say about Georgia? Everybody else hadn't said it's just a pleasure. I mean, you know, some he he scored 35 tonight. He scored what eight game or game, you know, a couple games ago. He, he's the same player no matter what. You know, he plays hard. Plays. He has fun. You know, he encourages his team. You know. Uh, special, special young man. I'm glad, glad we have him. And uh, Mr. Felice, he's just been outstanding. He he just plays with so much heart and determination. He doesn't back down from anybody. He's he was a big factor in tonight's game. And you know I, you know Aaron Jordan. I'm concerned about Aaron not making shots, even though he made a big one tonight in the second half that late. Uh, but he does so many other things. He plays hard. He's guarding people three, four inches taller than him, about probably thirty, forty pounds bigger. You know, typical senior. You know, they 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 go down hard and uh, showing great leadership. And I thought we got some good minutes out of Griffin tonight. Tonight, you know, which is which is good. You know, because sometimes you know he's typical freshman. Mm-hmm. And uh, as always, uh, Simeon he made a good point because in that second half, we played without Io and Trent for quite a while, and the, the guys hung on. They played they played well, and 
And, uh, you know, Rutgers are no joke. I mean, they're huge, you know, those guards, man. And um, Carolyn, now she called and, and said something about keeping Georgie's brother around for the Ohio State game. I agree with her, but hey, let's extend that. Hey, let, let's keep him until like uh, the first of April. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and 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 if uh, we need to start a fund, I'll be happy to donate. And Zoe said she opened up her piggy bank because of the, she, hey, she said keep George's brother around until April. Thanks for having me on, guys. Let's beat the Buckeyes. I imagine there's a GoFundMe page already going to uh, keep him around. He's from Peoria! Thanks much. And Aaron Jordan, how about this? All right. Yeah, do you want better shooting from him? Yeah, but he did go two of five from three-point range. Grabbed you five rebounds, ten points, and is doing a lot of the dirty work, uh, a little bit undersized for the places he has to play. Uh, more calls and texts here to get to, but Michael Kaiser has made his way in after uh, <laughs> after being in enemy territory at the I other was. side. Yeah, it was in enemy territory and helping those guys out on the radio side of things. It was. It's a little strange at times, isn't it? It is. Uh, because, I mean, you can't cheer on press row anyway, so it's that's fine. I, that's not that's not a change for me. But just sitting there, like you know, I had to pretend like you know, hell, oh, this is good for Rutgers, and it's just they can't, you know. So it's it's a different. I've done it twice now this year, and it's it's a different feeling. Um, you know, the last time I did it was Georgetown, and Georgetown won, and so Derek Burson, the SID for basketball, is like. He realized this, this afternoon, he's like, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I like this or not. So the Illinois started to lose late. Uh, you know, they're losing at times. I'm like, oh, Burson's never going to let me do this again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, But see the David factor from Georgie's brother, I think that trumps, you know, that, that goes over it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we can do keys to the game here in a moment. Let's take Lindy's call, though, in Champaign. Hi, Lindy. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Doing, doing great. Uh, I called about a month ago. I don't remember after what game. Um, two things real quick. And was pointing out a lot of times when the team would get a breakaway and we weren't, we weren't sprinting and things like that. And, and just the hustle wasn't there. And something in, since, since that time frame to now, it's clicked with the boys. And that's what I think everybody's saying. Oh, they're finally getting it. Well, the, the, the young kids are starting to understand just how hard you actually had to play to win NCAA Division I basketball games. So it's great to see that. Then you had a caller call and asked about the altercation at the game. I was actually watching it. Uh, number five for Rutgers gave a, like a, an elbow shove right after the, the, after the horn blow to Georgie. And Georgie walked away, threw his hands up, celebrating the big game. But Felice took uh, took exception to it, and he walked up on it. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, we yeah, have and a text. Then it got broke up. Yep, we have a texture corroborating your story as well. So, uh, yeah, so, okay, so that's what happened. So words with uh, given to Georgie by uh, Eugene Omarui, and then they had to, and then Felice came in to play guard dog. So, yeah, thanks, guys. Great show. Let's get another W Thursday. All right, appreciate it. Boy, people always think it's a great show when they win. Yeah, they do. I it's think funny that's how it the is. key to making it a good know, show. You know, but I think sometimes it's we have a good show, and then they, they when we 
don't win, but uh, I think that's possible. But, but we hear we hear more a lot. Oh, great shows after wins than we do after losses. That's yeah. for sure. It's it that's, <laughs> seems like, sounded great on the broadcast today when they won. You know, it's like yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah. Put that together. Okay, let's do our keys to the game. They are brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign and Loman Ray Insurance as well in Champaign. All right, Michael, we talked a lot, a lot of things, but you're fresh. This is a fresh take. Yeah. Fresh so it might be the same. It might be a different angle, but you, here you go. Carte blanche to tell us your keys to the game. Well, I think uh, obviously the defense was a struggle today for both sides, and I, I so I think the the key to the game was Illinois getting stops late uh, when they had to. Illinois had the lead. Uh, they didn't allow Rutgers because, as you guys talked about as I was walking in, the bigger guards were able to get in the lane pretty much at will and either score themselves for Rutgers or dish it off to a post player who just laid it in. There was a lot of – I don't have the box score in front of me, but there's a lot of inside the paint po- points today for Rutgers on a consistent basis. They shot the three ball well at times uh, too. Uh, but I think Illinois, when they had to get stops, uh, they did. They hit some key shots down the stretch. I think a, a critical part of this game was in overtime, You know, not to erase the first 40 minutes, when Rutgers had the four-point lead right off the bat. And mm-hmm. as you know, watching basketball for a long time, when a team takes the lead like that in overtime, overtime to me, I don't know, maybe to you, like, it goes a lot faster. It's five minutes, which is, to me, the last five minutes of overtime seems like it flies by. If a team gets some momentum in overtime and scores the first couple back baskets, all of a sudden pressure goes on the team who hasn't scored yet in overtime, and then they usually just kind of fall apart. Illinois didn't do that. Uh, they aided by a three-pointer from Trent Frazier, and they answered the bell after four quick points from Rutgers. And I think that was the point. The, those two keys, getting some stops. And who was the first to answer that bell? I can't imagine. Georgie's would, bucket. Yeah. yeah. He's so just, that brought him in within two, and then Frazier popped a three. three yeah. And then after that was Georgie's free throws, and he hit one more bucket, and Felice then was ice cold. I think those two buckets. I mean, ice in his veins cold. Yeah. I think those two buckets and then getting stops with under a minute to go, I think that's the key to this game because it very easily could have gone the other way in overtime when Rutgers took a 90-86 lead, and I actually fully expected it to go that way just because of just watching overtime. (laughs) Any game with any teams, it just – you got to a bad start over time, just not always not a lot of time to recover, but they got stops when they had to, took the lead, put some pressure on Rutgers, and, um, but Georgie, 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 Georgie. <laughs> I mean, again, I, I've been on the show with you. I've, I've said this to you before. Um, there's no one outside that locker room that saw him do anything this year, anything. I, I saw a freshman guy that didn't average anything in high school who yeah, – ma- Brad mentioned nine points a game yeah. in high school. and. That doesn't not always a barometer for me and how good they're going to be. But he's a freshman, was ju- got in America what a year or two ago, like two years ago, like so. Like there's just I didn't expect anything from him. I expected maybe more than Matisse Vasile, maybe who didn't play hardly at all. But I didn't know. I thought is he going to play? I didn't know he was going to play, and he was starting and he played great against Gonzaga. He played great against Notre Dame, and the list goes on and on and on. Go find a few more of those. Yeah. <laughs> All right, our, <laughs> our keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert steers you in the right direction. A whole team of them takes you to your destination. Also by Loman Ray Insurance. We carry on with more of your calls, texts, highlights, and we'll check the scoreboard after this. We knew this was going to be a hard game. I was really prepared for it. For a, for a difficult game, and and uh, it was all of that. I mean, this is this isn't uh, this isn't the same Rutgers team that we've seen 
uh, in the past. This team is, is, is winning games. They're making major strides. They're, they're, Steve and their staff have done an incredible job of putting this team together, and, uh, and they've proven that. And uh, they're a tough out, and they're physical. Uh, I loved our tenacity for the most part. Um, and, uh, you know, you're going to have you're going to have to play a tough physical game when you play Rutgers. It was a tough game, a physical one. But Illinois survives at 99-94 in overtime. Or as the box score sheet that printed out calls it, third half. It literally says first half, second half, and no, then third half. Let me see that. That's good stuff. Oh, I love it. I'm going to start calling it third well, half from now T-O-T. on. it says T-O-T. Third half from now on. Please PNC do. Bank phone line is 356-9397. And Castle Heating and Cooling text line 351-5357. In Urbana, it's Bob. Hi, Bob. Hi. Hey, I, I got in the show late, so I don't know what everybody said, but one of the things, you see Georgie in the second half, and they couldn't stop him. And we had the good sense to keep going to him because they couldn't stop him. And too many times when I watch basketball and football games, mm-hmm. teams don't do that. They feel like they have to mix it up. And if I were a coach, I would keep doing something over and over and over until the other team shows me that they can stop you. Yeah, I mean, if it ain't broke, why fix it? Yeah, but, but so many times, especially in football, uh, if you're playing a team that's really weak on pass defense, pass like crazy. Yeah, uh, but, yeah. but teams feel like we have to mix it up, and I don't understand that. It seems like I would take advantage of somebody's weakness, and I would keep doing it over and over until they stop me, or if they don't, I just keep doing it. That, that's so true, and, and because it's a basketball game we're talking about, it's a good analogy with football as well. You just see it constantly, and it's like, a guy is unstoppable inside, and it, they just they go away from it. Just not Illinois, I'm saying teams in general. And it's not a coaching thing sometimes. Sometimes guys just forget about it, like on the, on the wing, and they just stop getting inside. And it's like, listen, if they have no answer for a, for a guy in, in the paint, don't do anything else. <laughs> because they, and, until the defense makes you stop, until the defense makes you throw it out and they double Georgie and don't let him get open, which I don't know if they did at all. <laughs> they didn't really. And I guess if you do double him, he, you know, he's a good passer. He can yeah. get out of it. I, I don't know that that's the best strategy, but you think at some point, like, hey, everything he's throwing up is yeah, going I, in. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see them double him. And, uh, no. In fact, one time he had the ball in the lane and he did pass it, and it was uh, it was kind of a bad pass. I think we lost the ball at that point, but uh, yeah, down but he was late. unstoppable. Yeah, it was it was yeah. great to see that they kept going to him over and over again, and uh, that's obviously a, the coaches reminded them to do that because there was just no reason to shoot any jump shots on any possession. Appreciate the call, Bob. Here's the thing: now, if you are Ohio State right now and you are going to start scouting Illinois, who's at the top? It's Georgie, but. Is What's it? that going to do? Is it? And I'm not saying that as a criticism. I'm saying, oh, I think it's Georgie. I th- because the offense runs. I'm going. I'm, I'm going to. I say it's Georgie because inside out. They're going to if they could find a way to slow him down and sort of halfish double him a little bit and force him to pass, but not leave Trent Frazier open too much, not leave Aaron Jordan open too much. Um, then I think that their game plan will work. But if they if they just Collapse completely on Georgie and leave Frazier open and Jordan open and Tevian open and Griffin open and I open. It's over. Like they've, they're going to have it's it's going to have to be a mix. I think you're going with who's at the top of your list. Io. 
I don't know. I'm yeah. saying that's what I who I, I'm not trying to oversell the Illini right now. I'm just saying in the direction they're going, what are you trying to stop first? And I, I don't know. What do you? I think you stop the easy bucket first because I think you're gonna. If, yeah, Trent can have what five threes today. Well, my point is, it's pick your poison. Right now, it is, yeah. and I, and I don't think you're overselling it. I don't think you're exaggerating. I don't think you're getting too excited because we won three in a row. If anybody out there listening doesn't think this program has turned a corner, then you haven't been watching. Even you're in the about losses, post game show, we've yeah, really turned a corner. Yeah, yeah, this program has turned a corner. Even We're in the losses, level. Uh, the Minnesota game when you know when you're at 47-42 late, and then when that late in 15 minutes to go, and they just fall apart. I, but Illinois has turned a corner. Uh, I firmly believe that even in some of the losses, the defense had improved slowly but surely, and the offense is getting better. And now, I mean. I'm scared. I'm scared for Big Ten opponents for what Georgia is going to be a year or two from now. Like I'm, I'm frightened for them. Like I'm literally frightened for the rest of the Big Ten for that guy because he's only going to get better. And last, tell me the last time. And I said this during a break, and and I, I don't have an answer. You probably don't either. When's the last time you saw a post player for any team take over a game? Because it's not the way the game is played right now. I just can't think of the last time a post player just took over the game and and scored you know twenty one points in you know fifteen minutes and and just dominated and single handedly kept Illinois in the game and gave them the lead at times. I can't think of the last time Shaq. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean seriously, because it's a it's a three point shooting game. It's guard oriented right now. Evan Kahn single handedly has kept us in this program. <laughs> I, try. Uh, I, fa- I should tell you fasters etc. Post game show is here on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign Urbana. And the music means, Evan, it's time for a look at the scoreboard. Three other Big Ten games. Yes. And busy. top 25 action as well. Yeah, just another Saturday for college basketball. We'll start in the Big Ten. The one that I was watching rematch up in Ann Arbor between Michigan and Wisconsin. Michigan able to pull out that one. 61-52, it was close, but they pulled away late. This is after Wisconsin won when they faced off in Madison. And then Michigan State, I was talking, Steve Kelly stopped by the studio before the game, and he said that he felt bad for, for Minnesota having to face <laughs> the Spartans today, and, and he was right. Spartans get back on the winning track with a 79-55 to victory over Minnesota in East Lansing. So Michigan State. Might stay in the top 10 with that win. And then a couple others rematch as well in Virginia between Duke and Virginia. But Duke's going to win that one as well as it goes final 81-71. to So Duke wins both games against the Virginia. So they, they have the driver's seat in the ACC right now. Yeah. All right, good stuff. Appreciate it. Having gone. One more note here about uh, a couple of notes about Georgie, but uh, uh, Brian Texas, and I caught this on Twitter that uh, Georgie apparently was not offered a scholarship from Rutgers. Uh, that they, he was told, "Hey, we don't have room for you. We don't have a scholarship." So maybe that that might have been a little extra juice there. At the same time, again, who else was? You who know? else thought this was not even today? Just his season. And he's averaging like 14-something a game now because of today's explosion. But, you know, he again, he played well. He's played well against multiple high-level teams, Power 5 teams. He's done it over and over again. This is not some fluke game today. And he's had 20 multiple times, 20-ish, 20 20-plus. 
I mean, he's for real, and I nobody saw this coming, and that's why he wasn't a high-level sought-after recruit. That's why he not, was not ranked very high in any recruiting rankings. I don't have that in front of me. I think it was well into the hundreds for high school rankings for him, like off the charts, like because he just wasn't the focal. Now, he was like the fourth option on his team in high school, but still. I don't know if I blame Steve Peichel or not, but he probably wishes he would have yeah. just said, Whoops, hey, why don't, on you, that one. why don't you just stay here? <laughs> we got a spot for you. Uh, another texter says, uh, I was confident that we're the program is, there's major progress in this program. I was at the game today, and I was confident we would pull it out in OT. I do need to correct something there, though, in the texture. It's not OT now. It's the third half. It's the third half. As it, okay, the printed box score says it's the third half. Three five six nine three nine seven is get that inside joke. Hopefully, PNC Bank phone now line. When you use it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, how many times can I just start doing that? Let's go to the phones out in Camargo. It's Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Well, I want to start off saying I thought we looked really good in the third half. <laughs> <laughs> and did shot sixty percent from the field, major free yeah, throws. I mean, you can't, can't beat it. Can't beat it. Good win all around. But uh, how about Georgie B? Can uh, we get his brother some season tickets? I mean, three games in a row when he's here. Passport's been revoked. <laughs> is that a um, NCAA violation if we give family members special perks? No. no. That's that's totally allowed, I'm sure. <laughs> Can we give him a place to stay, like an yeah. actual place to live? I, I mean, I might be able to try and make that happen if they keep playing like that. Yep. Anything else, Ryan? So, uh, but yeah, the second uh, you guys said, "What are they going to do?" Stop Georgie B. Wasn't that Maryland that he only had six points when he was in foul trouble, and we came out ahead anyway. Yeah, and the Illini were trailing in that ball game at half. I don't think it was much, but yeah, at Maryland, six points on three of nine shooting. That's what I thought. So yeah, good luck trying to shut everybody else down. Yep, that's that's uh, that's kind of my point. Like I, you know, if everybody is playing the way they can play offensively at least when it comes to scouting the Illini. I don't know I don't know how you would prioritize. So have no fun with that. Yeah. No doubt about it. But thank you for taking my call and uh, go Illini. Yep. I hope you call again. Appreciate it. Over to Springfield and Sam. Hey Sam. Hey, what's up? What are your thoughts, Sam? You think uh Illinois still has a chance to make the tournament? No. But I think they're playing a lot better. They ha- they'd have to win the Big Ten tournament for that to happen. Yeah, I even mean, if they win the rest of the regular season games, which is what at this point? How many games they have left? Uh, What's well, their conference record? Nine and twenty-two. So you got ten games left. Yeah, they're five and eight in the Big. They have, so they have seven conference games left. Um, they would have even if they won all of those, they still cannot get an NCAA tournament. They would have to win the Big Ten conference tournament. What do you think about Georgia B? He's a fantastic player. We've been talking about him all program long, and uh, even better find. He's under recruited. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate it. Three five six nine three nine seven is the PNC Bank fan line. A little more here from Brad Underwood on this victory today. I thought our perimeter guys did an unbelievable job of of getting him touches. Uh, you know, he's been efficient all year, and, uh, you know, 14 of 18 is off the chart. Uh, but, you know, in a night when Io and Trent are in foul trouble, uh, man, those shoulders got really big. And, 
you know, I thought it was it was it was him. You know, Io has six assists, only one turn. He makes the great pass to AJ to hit the big three. Uh, Trent hits the the three off the inbounds play. They contributed, but it was it was a night where Georgie uh, really kept us in the ball game and uh, posed problems for them. So there you go. Some of the thoughts from Brad Underwood. We got one more final segment, so we'll do last call for your calls and texts. Uh, I have a texture asking about where the Illini would line up right now in the Big Ten tournament. We'll look at that when we come back. You know, it's it's five more minutes. That's all it is. I tell I told them we've we've got the best strength coach in the country. Uh, we train harder than anybody. We practice harder than everybody. This should be right up our wheelhouse, and uh, uh, let's go out and prove it. And, uh, you know, we actually fell down a couple possessions early, and uh, yet we just, uh, we, just, we just hung in there and showed some resiliency. And, 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 and I told our locker room, you know, winners win, losers lose. And, I'm, and, and a couple of months ago, I'm not sure we're winning that game. And, and in fact, I know we weren't. And, uh, you know, now it's, it's some resiliency, it's some belief, and, and uh, it was a lot of guys making a, a lot of plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you ain't first, you're last. Yeah. That's guy always said that winners win, losers lose. But, uh, we were laughing at something else, but. I uh, well, saw a tweet, but uh, Dion talked about this on the post game that uh, Georgie Bajanishvili actually apologized to him for breaking his record. I'm sorry. Said, I'm it sorry wasn't it wasn't intentional. <laughs> Dion Thomas, class guy he is, said that's that's quite all right. Uh, here is the uh, record-breaking moment for Georgie Bajanishvili in the 99-94 win over Rutgers. It is a new freshman single-game record for an Illini. Out top to Trent. Georgie trying to post inside. Let's get it to him. Felice on the right wing. Seven to shoot. Felice drives to the paint. To Georgie. Short jumper. Yes, good. Georgie Bishanishvili. The freshman scoring record at Illinois. Oh, there we go. The Georgie B with 35. And the man he just passed <laughs> is sitting right next to me. There you go. Got it like that. I actually get to congratulate somebody for breaking the record. <laughs> so <laughs> the torch has been passed. Most points per game averaged by a freshman in Illinois history. Uh, Io DeSumo right now ranks fourth. We had 14.1, and this is an average, a scoring average, and 12.2 for Georgie puts him at seventh all-time, just ahead of uh, D. Brown. And uh, Io tra- trailing only Kiwan Garris, Corey Bradford, and Deion Thomas for points per game average. Uh, also, uh, in this ball game, Trent Frazier scored 17, including five of nine shooting from three-point rain. He's hit five or more threes for the fifth time this season. And uh, Illinois' 99 points, the most allowed by Rutgers, since the Illini beat them in a triple overtime game. Back in 2016, mm-hmm. which you and I were in, oh. in the booth together for as well. So, yeah, we something were. about Rutgers overtime games oh. and Scott and, and Michael. A couple of the uh, stats to look at. All right, a texture asked if the Big Ten tournament were to start today, who would the Illini play? The Illini are now. By the way, there's a new ninth place holder for Big Ten. That's Illinois. They took over ninth place, sole possession of it for now. But uh, oh. not everybody's played the same number of games. But the Illini are ninth right now. And in eighth place, it's Ohio State. So the nine and eight seed would play in the Big Ten uh, bracket. 
The Illini would be out of the uh, Wednesday game. Yes. And if it were to start today, they'd be the first game on Thursday. Of course, there's a lot of games left to go. But, hey, if I told you in the middle of February that you're going to be ahead in the standings of Indiana and Nebraska, would you have believed me? No. I mean, I was pretty shocked that Nebraska was struggling there. In Nebraska, the conversation was Until they got expectations injuries. to be in the tournament this year. Indiana was supposed to have turned a corner with Romeo and all that, and they've struggled. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're also ahead of Rutgers and Northwestern and Penn State. Okay, I would have believed, I could have believed you there. Yeah, maybe at the beginning of the year, but it's just that's part of it. It's just how crazy this league is this year. Yeah, it's it's just been. Nebraska Nebraska played ball early, and then they started to kind of falter a little bit, and then they got some injuries, losing uh, Copeland, and they just haven't recovered. And I, I think you know Nebraska plays Purdue tonight, and that they just got no chance. The Cornhuskers have no chance to win in, in Mackey, uh, so they're just the struggles continue. Tim Miles, unfortunately, probably is going to be out of a job, and um, it's disappointing for them because the start they had and how they almost made the tournament last year. And Sid says, I agree. Illini have turned a corner. Even if we had lost, I'd feel that way. Our defense wasn't great, but they were making circus shots like it was their job, referring to Rutgers. So many calls and takes on the show tonight, but phew, two Saturday nights in a row of living the dream. I-L-L-I-N-I, Sid the Kid. Appreciate it, Sid. Three straight Saturdays? Because Maryland was a Saturday game as well. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Maryland was back on... um, well, two straight straight home games, maybe. Or oh, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The twenty sixth, the second, and now the ninth, and there is not a Saturday game this weekend, coming weekend, a week from today. So the Illini have Tuesday, and sorry, Thursday night, Valentine's night. Uh, you can you can have a romantic foot passengers, et cetera, post game show mm-hmm. with us and uh, against Ohio State, and then it's Monday night on the eighteenth at Wisconsin. That'll be a toughie. Want to get one more in here? Last call, 356-9397, the PNC Bank phone line. And uh, somebody's asking, by the way, what's on CBS? What's AAF? That is the American Alliance of Football. That's that new pro league. Mm-hmm. That uh, it's There's like eight teams, and they're all basically in the southern part of the country. All right, we got two in here on last call. Okay, let's go down to Effingham and Steve. Hey, Steve. Yeah, uh, good evening. Um, I thought it was really a good game, and uh, you could really tell that uh, they was playing for the coach, uh, Rutgers was. But I got a question about uh, uh, two questions. Uh, Io, you know, there's talk about he might leave, and I didn't know if you felt like he might leave if he keeps playing like he has. And if he does, uh, I didn't really see anybody to take his place in the lineup unless they went out and got somebody else. And then I noticed that uh, Kansas State won, and they said that, they're in first place, and they've won eight straight conference games. Yeah, they're on a roll. It's remarkable. And I, you know what I say? That's to Bruce Weber. Good for him. Good for Bruce. Yeah. Thrilled yeah. for Bruce. Absolutely. Um, the talk around Io, I think the feeling is just generally from what people are saying, and I'm reading you know, most anything that anybody else can go read on it, is uh, he, maybe after next year for Io. But he's going to be an NBA player. It's just yeah. he may need a little, he needs a little more polish. Before he's ready to go to the NBA, yeah. a little more shooting. I think, in my from my perspective, and um, there's no guarantee that you're a first round pick if you're, you know, projected to be in the 20s. If you're projected to be a, in the 20s for a first round, you may drop to the second round, and then the guaranteed contract is then gone. 
only the first round contracts are guaranteed. And in my opinion, and it's still money. If he does get drafted in the second round and stays on a roster, um, in my opinion, he if he's not a lottery guaranteed lottery pick, which he's not, and I don't think he will be. No, uh, at this point, it's just in my opinion, it's not worth it. It's it's just why go to potentially not play because you're going to be a late first round pick, and late first round picks are teams that made the playoffs, and so they don't have a desperate need for you. Um, you're not going to play a lot, or you might. And if you don't play a lot, you might end up in the G League, and so then what are you accomplishing then? You've left college early, which is the travel and hotels and everything is a lot better in college than it is in the G League. Yep. Now there's no money. Um, technically, <laughs> uh, there's not any. I know money. what you mean. <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, but um, I feel like it'd be better for him to stay because if he improves his game, uh, his shooting is so much better than it was in high school. He's worked on that so so hard. Uh, it, at times he does force it, but he's really cut back on that. Although he did it a couple times today. Um, if if he just improves and gets stronger, because I think he needs to get stronger, and the team wins a lot of games next year, I think he is a lottery pick next year. I yeah. just so I yeah, think remember he's just didn't he just turn eighteen or something nineteen I think just turn I mean he's he's young yeah he's I, young. I think another year of seasoning would do him wonders for his bank account. All right, final word tonight goes to Jack and Decatur. Hey Jack. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. That was the most fun game I've been at in a long time. But I also want to um, just kind of poke you guys. I think if we went out, and I, honestly, I don't think we will, but if we went out, we will have won, what, 10 straight games. We'll be above 500. We'll have 11 Big Ten wins. The Big Ten is the only conference where all 14 teams are in the top 75 in the net rankings, and all 10 Palm rankings are incredible. We go to the dance as long as we win the first Big Ten game if we went out. You know, that is a fun thing to think about because it, it just isn't going to happen and I would I'll eat my words if that happens if they went out or if, if they, they make the turn if they went out but if they do win yeah. out is, is is that would that actually put them in the conversation you would be we well, got seven left Look, their strength of schedule helps you'd them. be 15 and 15 you'd be above 500 in big 10 play right no they have, they have seven games left right. conference games so I put them at 16 and 15 Right. Yeah. Yep. So then they then no no the seven if you get oh yeah today's game yeah so you're nine and fifteen right now plus seven so it'd be sixteen and fifteen and then if you win the first round of the Big Ten then you're seventeen and fifteen assuming you do lose the next day then you're seventeen and sixteen the strength of schedule Ken Palm all that stuff will make them look great but I don't know if I've ever seen a team get in at seventeen and sixteen that didn't win their conference tournament I I, I just think that. The hole is too big. Uh, it's a great conversation. and the, Frankly, to be having this conversation, um, for fans to be that excited and to think that they're even talking about the NCAA tournament, even though it's not realistic probably, I love it personally. I think it's great. And um, fans are like, we could win out. Like We've missed five straight tournaments. Well, fans haven't been talking about winning out for a long time. Yeah, Guys, if you look at our schedule – uh, right after the Maryland game, I'm on Twitter record as saying we'd go 7-3 and three or better. But that's also because we were playing the Rutgers. We play Indiana. We play Northwestern. We've got two against Penn State. A lot, a lot of winnable games. You're at, uh, like you're you at Purdue, though. Wisconsin game. Woo! Yeah, I know. And so if we lose Wisconsin, we, we lose Purdue. Uh, that's our realistic uh, high side. If somehow we can do something crazy. Yeah. It's, a it's fun to think about, and it it's is. more fun to think about even for next year. Yeah. So, 
Go Illini. Yeah, thanks. Again, we're in fantasy land for the moment here. I'm in fantasy land with that guy. But it, it's uh, <laughs> appreciate the call, Jack. But if you said at the beginning of the year, above 500 in conference play with this schedule, I don't know. That might, and this whole new ranking system, I don't know. That could maybe throw if, you into, the, and you have a strong showing in the tournament, in the Big Ten tournament. I don't know. Maybe that throws you into the conversation if in they, that selection committee room. If they win out, and it's a big if because you have to win at Purdue and Wisconsin. Like yeah, we just I know. About. Uh, yeah. But if you win those two games, that's a huge thing in your resume. Florida it's Atlantic. All what you've done lately, too. Florida Atlantic hurts your resume. But if you win out, that's and then you make it to Sunday in the Big Ten tournament, you're talking 20 and 16 if you don't win on Sunday, the conference tournaments. And you're 20 and 16. You have the second, I believe right now, it's the second hardest schedule in the country going into today. It was the second hardest schedule in the country. You're 20 and 16. You've had an insane run down the stretch. Yeah. I think they're out, but I think they're in the conversation. And let's be clear, based on what I've seen, even in this three-game stretch, that's not a team that's going to run the table. But it is today a team, does not make me feel the defense. But it today. is a team that uh, I don't think I don't think uh, people want to play right now. No. So. No. All right. Appreciate that, and we'll we'll uh, we'll call it a night with that. Appreciate everybody's uh, help tonight, starting with Evan Kahn, our producer engineer, highlight coordinator, and entire producer of. Fighting Illini Game Day Operations Manager Jim Lewis, Chief Engineer Ed Bond, General Manager is Mike Hale. And Michael Kaiser, appreciate you jumping in too. No problem, sir. Thanks for allowing me to join late. We always enjoy it. Well, uh, let's see. Next sports programming on our AM side, Saturday, Monday morning, with Monday morning quarterbacks Lauren and Brian, 9 a.m. on our AM side. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. And enjoy the Illini win, 99-94 over Rutgers. Have a good one. The preceding program was an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, News Gazette Media Station. Calm down. You're making this way too difficult.